You're listening to Orange Blaze, a Florida Trail podcast. I've been posting, uh, since I got into hiking, I just posted about it on Instagram. And I also got into film photography because I got tired of looking at pictures on my phone um, (laughs) or taking pictures with my phone. They just weren't, I was like, this is prettier in person. Yeah. (laughs) How can I approximate that? So then I posted pictures and people were asking me like, where, where is this? Is this Florida? Like, where are you hiking? You know, can I go with you? Stuff like that. So I thought posting, uh, creating an account and a club uh, where I could share that information would be, you know, hopefully helpful and um, get more people out there. And then I thought, why not lead a hike? So we had our first hike first weekend in October. That was Maria Sawgrass Yorens, a Miami native and current Florida Trail thru-hiker. And I'm Misty Ridley-Little, a 2011 Florida Trail thru-hiker and host of the podcast. Maria caught my eye as someone to interview for the podcast because I thought she offered a unique perspective to podcast listeners. Having discovered hiking during the early parts of the pandemic in 2020 as a way to get outside and not go stir crazy, she began exploring Everglades National Park and other parks closer to her home in Miami. As you'll hear Maria say, Miami residents aren't often known for their extensive outdoorsiness unless it is particularly centered around the beach or partying, though there are definitely folks getting out there and exploring their own backyards. Maria's interest and confidence in hiking grew, which led her to create the Miami Hiking Club, an effort to mentor other folks in the area who might be curious about hiking but unsure where to begin. This fledgling group is spreading their wings and several group hikes have already been led by Maria. Maria is currently on the Florida Trail and we recorded this episode a few days before she was scheduled to leave for her southbound hike. I'm hoping I can get Maria back on for an after interview to share the different perspectives from her hike. All right, let's go to the episode. Maria, thank you for coming on the Orange Place podcast. Um, you know, I'm relatively new to your Instagram. Um, you know, sometimes it's hard to keep up with everybody, but then I saw your Miami hiking club and I got really excited. I was like, I've got to talk to you. So <laughs> thank you for coming on the podcast. If you want to just, yeah, start, introduce yourself, you know, who you are, where you're from and how you got into hiking. Uh, thank you. I'm really glad to be on the podcast. Um, my name is Maria Llorens. Uh, I'm born and raised in Miami, Florida. And I got into hiking during the pandemic, pretty much at the start of it, because uh, Miami went through kind of a weird half lockdown, like, we weren't really sure what we were doing. uh, But (laughs) (laughs) I was in uh, law school at the time, I was in my second year, and uh, everything went online, like my whole life was suddenly through my laptop. And uh, I was also living by myself. And it was just I needed to get outside somehow. And uh, the safest, safest way to do that was through nature. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you started going, I mean, we can jump around here because I talk about this a little bit later, but you started going through um, at Everglades National Park, doing a lot of hikes down there. Did you hike anywhere else in Miami besides that? Yeah. So the first time I went, realized I was like, oh, I can go hiking and then get outside during the pandemic was Alito River State Park. And it's, I had no idea it existed and it is in North Miami, kind of like tucked away within the city. And it's a really good kayaking spot of mountain biking, even though I say mountain biking, like dirt biking. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. And uh, and also uh, those same trails are good for hiking. And then I wanted to kind of explore more spots and that led me to the Everglades. Yeah, yeah. No, Alito is a cool place and you don't really know it's there until you 
come upon it and you're like, whoa, this is here. And uh, yeah. yeah, the mountain biking is tough. I tried it and I was like, that's not for me, <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> I still have to try that. I haven't. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. You got to be prepared for all sorts of crazy things. Uh, so that's exciting. I mean, in Miami, you know, people, it's a, it's a very urban area and lots of sprawl, but there are these like great nature places tucked away in Miami. And so you're off on, on your own or are there other people, I'm sure other people are out there enjoying nature as well, trying to get out of, you know, their houses at that time. Yeah, I think it uh, became more popular to start visiting these parks. From what I've heard from people who were doing it before the pandemic, but still I've, I mean, I've been out there sometimes even on the weekend and I'm like, there's no one around here for yeah. miles yeah. in the Everglades, at least uh, in the urban areas are, you know, more folks. But um, yeah, I, and, you know, that's something that I, with posting about my hikes and stuff, have wanted to like let people know like, hey, this is here and it's really beautiful and awesome. Yeah. So were you, did you do any hiking? Like, have you gone camping or hiking before growing up or was it just like, I just need to get outside? That was your first experience. Totally. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, okay. I lived in LA for a short time. And so I would like hike up Griffith Park up to the observatory. And that's like the extent. Wow. <laughs> okay. It. Yeah. Uh, growing up, like my family was not into any kind of like outdoor stuff except my uncle who was a fisherman for like 30 years mm -hmm. so I did get to see like you know the ocean yeah yeah <laughs> um and I heard about you know he liked going hunting and you know did hunting trips with friends in other states but uh it's also kind of a gendered thing especially growing up Cuban mm -hmm. um oh yeah like uh, I as a girl like I wasn't gonna I wasn't expected to go on hunting trips with my uncle or like learn any of that. Right. Uh, at least in my family. I know, you know, some, not all uh, Cuban folks or Hispanic folks are, you know, stick to gender norms very strictly, but at least how I grew up, it, that yeah. was, yeah. yeah. Like I, I was expected to do ballet, not Girl Scouts. Even. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, and, but I think I, I like, I've always been obsessed with animals and I, I really enjoyed being outside like in public parks here and, at school, but never got into camping or hiking until the pandemic and then discovered I really loved it. Yeah. Yeah. So how was it going out by yourself? Were you comfortable being out there by yourself at first or was it a little nerve wracking? I think a, a little bit, a little nerve wracking. Um, I definitely, you know, did a little research before going out there and, you know, what are the things that you should have on a hike always? Um, you know, water, compass, the, your your phone fully charged, yeah, yeah. Uh, the map downloaded, stuff like that. And, you know, I also learned by trial and error and had some dumb luck yeah. with <laughs> surviving certain trails in the beginning because <laughs> I started hiking in the Everglades in the summer, which is a great time right. <laughs> to start. Um, not miserable or, you know. Anything, right. Yeah. At all. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Those trails on, on the summer, pretty gnarly. <sighs> um, yeah, so going down to Everglades National Park, um, I think you, I don't know if you're still involved in it, I saw you were interviewed doing an, an Iron Ranger challenge. Is that, was that strictly through the park or was it like you could rack up miles at different places too? So the official rules are that you could rack up miles at different places. So I might have to switch to that because I had initially intended to do all of them within the boundaries of the park. 
Uh, but Everglades National Park uh, is just one section of the whole Everglades yeah. in South Florida. And the kind of more fun parts are the West Everglades for yeah. me. Yeah. Like Fakahachi and Big Cypress. So I ended up hiking more there, especially in the summer. And this summer I saw more. It was brutally hot, like more than usual, it felt like. And in within Everglades National Park, I would run into more like horse flies and just like more buggy, like harsh conditions. Whereas if I went like on a wet walk in Big Cypress, there was more shade and like it was a little more pleasant for the summer. Yeah, yeah. That the the water in the summer is like the the, the nature's air conditioner. <laughs> it's very nice. Yeah. It makes it nice for Definitely. sure. Um, so I've I think I've gotten to seventy five miles by now i'll probably list like my florida trail miles for the end of the year and then get my little patch um, through the park so yeah yeah so what is your favorite thing about everglades national park i think how different it is than the city i mean growing up in a city everything feels like very um even though miami is pretty spread out but like it feels oppressive (laughs) yeah at a certain point like everything's very tightly packed and there's concrete everywhere we've you know, developed over so much of our like beautiful landscape yeah. uh, in Miami. Uh, I was actually thinking today about how when I was a kid, like our school outside had pine trees and like little pine cones and acorns, uh, which are not things I associated with Miami at all. But I did. It never occurred to me that like we have a a pineland you know, habitat. And, and that's actually part of, that's not just a weird thing my school had, uh, yeah. but you wouldn't know it. So just like, going to the Everglades, especially for the first time, it's like you're in the Lion King or something like this, (laughs) this massive vista uh, that goes on forever and like birds flying and like the water glittering. And it's like, it's incredible. And just interacting with that for the first time, like seeing bears, you know, I say bears, but I've seen them twice. So that's In, um, in, in the park. Yes, once actually not far from Anhinga Trail, which is mm-hmm. the the very, you know, the paved like touristy trail. Mm-hmm. Um, and once in Fakahachi. Yeah, nice. Um, and it's like you just don't think like no one talks about that when you're growing up unless you you're in an outdoorsy family, but like most uh, pretty much everyone I grew up with was not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean that that'll bring me to the hiking culture in Miami. You know, I lived in Miami and South Florida for about six years. And so I have I have an idea what it was like when I was there, you know, more than 12 years ago. But has that changed at all? Um, I mean, I think the pandem- pandemic probably helped a little bit. But have you seen any more people getting more involved in, you know, either protecting, you know, the wild spaces in Miami, but also just, you know, enjoying nature from hiking or bird watching, you know, or, or just that kind of aspect? I think there are more folks who have gotten into it, especially uh, ones who are more adventurous. And I've seen more people who have moved from out of state who are like, all right, what's going, you know, they're from Colorado or like maybe some California or something. They like want what's nature here. And so they might be more willing to go out there. But largely, like I still have people even just the other like a couple days ago telling me like there's hiking in in florida <laughs> like in florida at all and it's like there's just really no knowledge uh within the city or very little about it and with there's always been like environmental groups here um and i'm just kind of uh becoming familiar with it now in the past couple years so there there has always been a push to protect the everglades in particular because it is such an important source for our water our fresh water and like protection from 
hurricanes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but in terms of actually getting out there and getting your feet wet and and seeing it yourself, uh, I think that's still very unheard of. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, there is a little bit more attention to it. I know there's been a lot of talk with, um, you know, they're trying to increase the, the, the develop, the, the Miami development area, they're trying to increase that area and there's a lot of protests about it. And then there's, you know, people trying to protest yeah. and save the Pine Rocklands. Um, so I'm glad to see that as being brought to the forefront and that realizing that there's a lot of stuff interior Miami that can still be saved. Um, and just, it's just bringing it the attention to the residents for sure. Yeah. And that's uh, something I want to push a little bit with the hiking club, not to get, you know, very like partisan or political, but just like we do actually have to care about what our leaders are doing with this land, with, you know, how uh, they're approving projects that are developing on land that's just adjacent to the Everglades. And we keep pushing uh, the urban development boundary just a little further. And it's almost meaningless when you just keep pushing it and pushing it. So there, there are, when I, I was at Zoo Miami the other day and they've done, they have one of the few sections of Pine Rocklands protected prime rocklands within the zoo that are left and there when you go see it there's a map and it's like 90 percent of it has been developed within the county and that's yeah. just it's so sad yeah there are i i see a lot of people who care and um you know it it's a matter of seeing if our elected leaders can care too right right of course well and you mentioned your your hiking club and, and how i originally kind of you were brought to my attention was the miami hiking club and I guess, why why did you decide to start the Miami Hiking Club? And I guess, how have you kind of, those beginning uh, hikes, how have those been going? Just talk a little bit about that. Sure. I started in August of this year. I've been posting, uh, since I got into hiking, I just posted about it on Instagram. And I also got into film photography because I got tired of looking at pictures on my phone um, <laughs> or taking pictures with my phone. They just weren't. I was like, this is prettier in person. Yeah. <laughs> How can I approximate that? So then I posted pictures and people were asking me like, where, where is this? Is this Florida? Like, where are you hiking? You know, can I go with you? Stuff like that. So I thought posting, uh, creating an account and a club uh, where I could share that information would be, you know, hopefully helpful and um, get pe more people out there. And then I thought, why not? lead a hike. So we had our first hike first weekend on October and uh, we had about 15 people show up. I had capped the RSVPs at 20 because it was what I was comfortable with, you know, for a first hike. And um, yeah, you know, people showed up, they drove an hour and a half out to the Everglades to hang out and we had a really good time. I initially planned to take people on Gator Hook Trail, but I went out the day before and I saw that water level was very high and it was difficult with the limestone and very slippery mm -hmm. even you know walking stick and everything I felt I think I felt twice oh, um and that's the kind of thing I'll put up with but for pretty much everyone there had never done a wet walk had rarely hiked in the Everglades if at all so I do want to be conscientious of uh kind of easing people into it making it accessible and interesting at the same time yeah. Now, are these the folks, are these folks that you know personally, you're getting like your friends and family involved or have you had any um, expansion beyond that? Like their friends are telling, you know, their friends and they're coming involved, getting involved. 
I had, um, you know, my friends were supportive of of me making the club, but a lot of pretty much everyone that showed up are people that I know a little bit or don't didn't know at all. And they just saw it on Instagram and they were like, what's this hiking club? I want to oh, get out cool. there. Yeah, it's actually been more people that I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. That's that's good to see. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it's been nice that that, that it's grown like and I was surprised that I mean, people were like um selling out our second hike i maxed it at 60 people and within a couple hours all of the rsvps were filled oh um so it seems there is a demand to get people out there and i think what i've heard is that people are intimidated to go out there by themselves uh they don't you know they're intimidated by the terrain and having hiked in places outside of florida uh, Florida is special. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's challenging. People in California and like out West don't know how good they have it. <laughs> <laughs> At least on, you know, less uh, challenging trails. But yeah, um, you know, it, when I've hiked in other places and there's no mosquitoes, I'm like, wow. Yeah, this it's is, amazing. What a luxury. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. and then, you know, it's South Florida. People, you know, they know about there's, there's alligators in like every water body out there and they know there's pythons in the Everglades. And so I can totally understand why people are terrified or interested, but uncertain. And so it's good that you are someone that's there to like reassure them and, and you know, maybe step them into it. And especially, you know, wet walking, people are like, oh, I'm not going to walk in that water. <laughs> yeah. Gators are a big fear that people have. And um, yeah, like you said, trying to um, dispel some of the myths and, you know, guide people to feel a little more confident. Having been out there with gators very often, they're mostly disinterested in mm -hmm. people. If you're getting too close, they will let you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I still don't have a good answer for like, what happens if you see a gator on a wet walk and you're in the water? And that's actually, that's never happened to me. I, I would, that would be kind of fun. Um, <laughs> you know, you tell people like, you just, you know, stay calm and, you know, keep your distance and, you know, you know, trying to get people comfortable with that uncertainty, I yeah. think is a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's always fun when you're walking down a tram and there's a gator like hanging off the side of the canal and you're like, hmm, I'm gonna go way over here. Yeah. <laughs> and hope you don't uh, mind me do this. <sighs> well, people have told me in Fakahachi that they'll step over the gators on the trail. And I was like, I have never done that. No, I will. What I what I came up with, I was like, okay, first I the first time it happened, and it was blocking the trail. I kind of yelled at it a little like, Hey, but it would not do anything. Um, so then I, uh, shook a dry palm branch and like stomped on it. And then it, it spooked it and it jumped in the water. Oh, okay. So I was like, now I know now the trick. Get the <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's what I do. But people, people are braver than I am. Cause I, I also go out there alone. So I wasn't going to risk like, yeah, being, being out there in a gator, <laughs> getting me yeah so yeah no one would be like what happened to maria <laughs> they might not be surprised at this point just you know sad. right <laughs> so I've, i guess so have all your mo your hike guided hikes all been in the everglades so far do you plan on doing any other hikes closer to town or are you gonna focus more on like everglades big cypress i would like to do some within um the city when i get back from the trail um we have you know, uh, Alita 
Bill Bag State Park, which has some cool trails and, you know, the historic lighthouse and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe try to get some people to go up to Broward to some of the state parks up there. And it would be nice to eventually do like, you know, a little camping trip with a small group and try to introduce people to that, too. And also some other kinds of events that we have here uh, that are really cool, like bio blitzes, uh, where you try to identify as many species as possible. I want to get more people into birding. Yes. (laughs) Um, Which I... I always get at first I didn't realize like how good Florida is for birding and then got more into it. And now I get sad when I hear people say, We just saw birds today. And I'm like, <laughs> birds are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you um my a friend of mine, she started a group in Miami called Phoebe's Birding. Um and I'll send you the link. And they have yes, an inst- Instagram page, I think. But they I know they do birding walks and and they do a lot of things with Audubon. I don't know how involved she is in the, with the group anymore, but I still I'm still on their email list. I know they do walks frequently, but that might be a great place to uh, pair up and and go hiking with other people. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. I'd love to to see that. Yeah, uh, info. Uh, yeah, for sure. Oh, I, I want to go back to your 60, 60 people that came to your hike. How how was that intimidating? Did that go well? Like, because you were le- are you leading it on your own? Do you have anybody helping you? Uh, so that's the hike that's this weekend. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, that's our second hike. So I'm not sure if all 60 people will show up. I have to, uh, some people have canceled. So I, I have people on a waiting list and then I have to rearrange. But it'll definitely be more than a bigger group than last time. And I have a couple people from uh, the last hike who agreed to kind of be walk at different points within the group and like make sure everything's okay and like alert me if like someone's hurt or stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I guess, I guess, is there a fee involved for people who want to come on the hike? Do you charge anybody or? No, uh, I've just been to start at least like making it free and, and volunteering my time. I did uh, get some donations for this second hike. So that helped cover, you know, some gas money and a part of some things I got for the next hike, like snacks and okay. Gatorade and a, a bigger first aid kit. Um, yeah <laughs> so yeah. um yeah yeah and um yeah in the future maybe think about doing like a proper membership with like a card and like stuff like that making um, it a bigger bigger thing yeah 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 so no that would actually be really cool is to see it evolve I mean obviously you have your own goals in life but like just seeing like you know a little Miami hiking club you just started off this and then it becomes something really I don't know to get people in Miami much more involved in hiking i would it'd be awesome yeah um and i think people are, want more spaces that are not you know nightlife or just going to a bar and drinking which unfortunately in miami like we don't have enough clubs or like out, more activities that don't have to do with that yeah because it's the city is catering a lot especially in recent years to more tourism and like more out of towners and they're one of my goals is like building more community yeah. Um, so that it's not just a tourist town. Yeah. So I guess in the future, I mean, you're going to be taking a, a little pause here shortly for your, your through, through hike, but you know, in the next year or two, what do you, I mean, obviously you kind of talked about, you know, the big membership and cards and all of that, but what do you want to see yeah. the group do? Do you want to have a, a co-president and things like that? I'm still thinking about that. I definitely want, need more people to be involved because for instance, I'm going to be gone. Uh, for doing the trail for two and a half months I kind of it's time so that's over the holidays when people are traveling or like 
you know, doing family stuff. So, and then when I come back, it'll still be like prime hiking season down here. Uh, but it would be nice to have uh, more people involved. And if anyone would like to lead hikes here in Miami and, and <laughs> you know, lead the club as well. Yeah. yeah. It's not, I'm not someone that like, I have to control all of it. Like I really okay. would appreciate it being a group effort, but right. I understand like, I think eventually some of the folks who are participating now could do that as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're, they're involved in having the same passion as you are. So I would see them taking ownership of it too. So. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, you've built this interest in hiking and you just announced your through hike of the Florida trail, I guess. Did you know about the Florida trail when you first started hiking? Were you familiar with it at all or? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, learned about it. I mean, when you go out to Big Cypress and Oasis, visitor center which is the southern terminus of the trail you know you see the signs and stuff and you're like what's this and the little mailbox with the trail mm -hmm. log and i'm like this is interesting but no i didn't i didn't know what through hiking was <laughs> until maybe like a year ago so uh i did have a friend uh who finished the appalachian trail last year so that was inspiring as well but yeah, I didn't, I really didn't know about the trail. And even folks who were more outdoorsy than me didn't know about it either Yeah. until I started posting about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely absolutely common in Florida. Unless you're in a, in a certain bubble, you will probably not even know that the Florida Trail exists. So uh, you're not alone. And yeah. And it, it's really cool to see the Florida Trail Association. I became a member a couple months ago. And uh, when I get back, I'd love to do like trail clearing and stuff. But they have like a really good community built across the state with all the different chapters. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so many events that I will be directing people to while I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> and in general, because um, I want people to get out there more than just what I can organize myself. Yeah, but, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so did, have you gone on any backpack trips to prepare or, or is your first overnight going to be on the Florida Trail? First overnight will be on the Florida Trail. I would have wanted to do an overnight before uh, I was out of town with family for the past couple weeks, so I didn't get a chance to do it. But I feel like I'll be prepared. I've done camping uh, in different parts of the state and in with worse gear yeah <laughs> like cheap walmart and gear so yeah. uh i've definitely got better gear this time and you know just have done a lot of research and have hiked in different parts of the state as well and i feel like if i take it slow especially at the beginning it'll be it'll turn out okay yeah I hope. well yeah well and it's good that you've already you're familiar with the one of the hardest parts is in big cypress you're already familiar with what to expect so i'm sure it'll be difficult as it always is but you're not going to be nearly as like unprepared as someone who's flying in from out of state for sure yeah i feel like the everglades trained me and that's about as bad as it gets so <laughs> um although i've heard about bradwell bay and i'm i'm excited to see yeah. what that's like <laughs> yeah. so so when are you going to start i think you said you're gonna start pretty soon are you waiting till january or are you gonna start earlier Nope. In five days. In five days. Okay. See, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking it was going to be pretty soon based on what you've been posting. I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and that timing was uh, partly, you know, personal life stuff and, yeah. um, you know, didn't want to wait until January. So yeah. And uh, I'm going to be going southbound, which okay. works a okay. little better when you're starting early. Uh, I didn't want to end up camping in the panhandle in winter or like middle of winter yeah which i've i've done before and it's unpleasant <laughs> yeah <laughs> at, at least with the gear i had at the time maybe now it would be better but 
I'll get like slightly warmer weather when I start and then come back to when big cypress is like perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I was going to ask because if, if you were starting big cypress, I'm sure the water levels are higher now just because of the hurricane. And then I obviously whatever damage, you know, the trail and extra high water in central Florida, but yeah, going, going South now is good because it gives that time to recuperate a little bit. Yeah. And I was actually out there today because that's uh, where we're hiking uh, on Saturday with the hiking club is doing a couple miles uh, of the Florida trail okay. starting from Oasis. Uh, so yeah, the water level is good enough, I think for like a little bit of getting a taste of a wet walk. So it's like half dry, half wet within the first like two miles. Okay. Um, but yeah, definitely. I, I, I'm in a group with other folks who are doing the through hike and some of them already started from Big Cypress and they were like, that was rough. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I think I have seen someone has already started from the from the north end. I think there was a couple who started maybe a week or two ago. Um, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the Facebook groups, I saw someone leave. Either they, I don't know if they left from the Alabama border or if they left from Fort Pickens, but they were definitely going south. And that's what a lot of people I've, have been recommending if they were going to start early this year. Yeah. And I really like it up there. It's so different than... Uh, South Florida. And a lot of people down here have never been up to the panhandle. Yeah. So well, it's a, it's a long drive. You don't think Florida is like, That's true. it's easy to go from east to west, but like getting up the state is hard. And I mean, when we lived in South Florida, like we went to Apalachicola once and that was like, you know, I had a long weekend to do it. Otherwise it's, it's a hard, it's a hard trip. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is a very long drive to get out of Florida. <laughs> Yeah. So are you excited about starting from the north and, and walking on the beach and all of that at first? Yeah, I I love like Gulf, the, the, like the Gulf beaches and especially the sunset. Like those are I've been to a lot of places. Those are some of the prettiest sunsets that I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, And uh, that'll be a little different because I don't do a lot of beach hiking. So that'll yeah. be a fun place to start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, so your trail name Sawgrass, which I really like. I thought that was a good name. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Did you go, did you come up with any other trail names besides I mean, when you were going through it or was it just like Sawgrass? I got to do it. I wasn't going to give myself a trail name or at least like, especially because the Florida Trail, um, I'll probably be alone for most of it because there's so few people hiking it. Um, so I didn't expect to have a trail name or anything, but then it, it kind of just occurred to me like, oh yeah, like the like sawgrass as being something that goes through these cycles of like fire and drought is, I don't know, something meaningful to me as like this thing that is like not like unassuming, but very sturdy and like essential to the ecosystem. I don't know. It's just so cool. No, I like it. I love it. Um, and then I was like, yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Well, and you mentioned being alone and especially because you're going, you're starting in five days in yes. November and, and going South, are you, are you comfortable being alone? And I mean, are you, I mean, not just hiking obviously, but like just in your own company, like doing that for two months. Yeah. I, 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 I'm kind of a weird person, not weird, but like I am fine being by myself uh, and can, I don't know, just uh, think and like decompress. That's just how I rest is just being by myself. I'll, always, I'll be connected via my phone and stuff yeah. to my friends and family. Um, I also have at least one person I'll see my old college roommate uh, in uh, so when I'm in the Swanee section. So that'll be fun. 
because uh, I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah. But yeah, I, I've traveled and hiked at this point a good amount by myself. And some of it is just having the confidence or faking it to yeah. seem like you know where you're going. You don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and maybe I'm not the most friendly when I'm by myself. Yeah. <laughs> either. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand. I mean, I'm an introvert by nature too. I mean, it sounds like you are probably introverted as well somewhat. And so it's easy to get in your mode where you're like, I'm by myself. And then you get with other people. Ah, Go away. (laughs) I'm excited to read, like just have time to read books on my phone or listen to audiobooks and podcasts and stuff. I could just do that forever. (laughs) Yeah. And you're just walking and just, you could plow through a bunch of books. Yeah. Are there any places along the trail that you're looking forward to, to going to? You mentioned Bradwell Bay, but anywhere else? Um, walking through that panhandle section, uh, just cause, uh, I really enjoy being in that environment. That's a little different. Uh, the Suwannee I've heard is, you know, a lot of people's favorite and my old roommate also mentioned like, you'll love it. So, but I've tried not to spoil much for myself. So aside from, I like, I have the guidebook, I read through it, but didn't want to look at too many pictures or anything like that. And I kind of want to be a little surprised. Yeah. I also... I do want to see more of Ocala National Forest and the Springs. I have seen some of it, but I'm excited for that too. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any, you know, expectations for the trail or, I mean, or, or, um, yeah, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Do you have any expectations for the trail? Like, is it, do you think it's gonna be hard or easy or do you think it's going to just throw you whatever it throws you? I think there will be times where I'm like elated and like, this is amazing and like everything's beautiful and then there's going to be days when uh i'm sick of it (laughs) and like sick of pitching a tent every night and 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 just keeping that in mind there's just going to be days that are not as nice um in the like estimated 80 days it's a long time um so just like finding ways to to power through those moments too yeah um but i'm just really excited to get to see florida like top down which is not an experience a lot of people here in south florida have yeah so you're also writing for the trek are you going to be updating as you hike yes they recommend uh doing your blog posts at town stops so i'll try to be uh, do that every time i stop you know do my zero day at a motel or something so okay okay yeah Yeah. do you have a lot of zeros planned or just or you're just gonna hike and take what you can I've planned some out. Uh, we'll see how it actually, you know, plays out. But I definitely, you know, every six days or so. And judging by like how heavy my pack is right now with like five to six days of food, I'm like, yeah, I think that's yeah. more or less what's going to happen, uh, especially first time as well, you know. Yeah. Well, there's definitely a really good trail angel community. And, you know, you mentioned the Florida Trail Association, but then just that separate kind of community of trail angels and just like, avid Florida trail hikers are out there and I'm sure you've already been in contact with some of them, but definitely lean on them. Or if they're like, Hey, I'm going to bring you some food or run you to town. They're, they're always helpful. Yeah. I joined the Florida trail angel Facebook group. And also when I posted about starting the trail, like I got messages and comments, like if you're in this section of the trail, happy to help out. And that's so encouraging and sweet and like makes you believe in people. Yeah. <laughs> it's so wonderful. And like the, even uh, some of the really detailed stuff, like the water cash spreadsheet. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that's so 
that's so helpful. Um, I'm so grateful that that exists. Yeah, no, it's definitely like amazing to see what has evolved in the last 10 years on that trail because, you know, there were trail angels and we got a trail angel, angel list from the Florida Trail Association, but it was never, it was nothing like it has evolved to be today. And, you know, we were, we were still pumping water out of the canals and the water conservation areas and, you know, who knows what kind of pesticides we're drinking, <laughs> but to see that that water cache going now and just the amount of work that everybody puts into making sure hikers have a good time on the trail. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I feel, I think a lot of folks think um, who aren't familiar with through hiking and, and with the trail that I'm kind of just going out there with a backpack. <laughs> right. A and it's like, no, there's actually like a really, it's not, you know, as developed as the Appalachian trail, but uh, there is a community and it, you're not in it alone. And Honestly, I prop I don't know if I would feel so confident if it wasn't for all the people that have put work into putting out information. I mean, that guidebook alone is so thorough. I, I'm so grateful to the authors of that in particular. Well, are you so you're planning to start stop and finish in mid January, do you think? Mid to late January, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm are you get... have... oh, so go ahead. Oh, I'm I'm trying to get back in time for a wedding. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I was going <laughs> to say, gonna definitely, if you have a chance, go up to uh, the Billy Goat Day in uh, Central Florida and hang out with the hikers up there. That'd be, have you, do you know, are you familiar with that? I saw it on Facebook, but if you want to tell me a little bit. Of okay, yeah. So it's just, it's kind of like, it's almost like the Florida Trails Trail Days, like the Appalachian Trail has trail days. Um, it's kind of like that. It's just celebrating every year this hiker Billy Goat, and he's in his 80s. He comes down and hangs out for the winter in Florida, and uh, they just celebrate his birthday. And it's a great day, time to just get. It's kind of timed well for when the southern hikers are coming up to Central Florida. That kind of they can time it to get there. And it's just a weekend of hanging out and chatting with different hikers and eating food. And um, I got to go three years ago, like it was January of 2020, and like you know a month before everything goes crazy and uh just to see it all and it was it was a great experience and i know the other hikers who get to go yearly or, or just even get to experience it once just it's a great a great thing to get to do so if you get a chance to go back up there uh for that weekend definitely go yeah i'll check out the dates i'm not sure if it works out with when i'll i'll be passing through but if not i'll, I'll try to go back up yeah yeah for sure <laughs> Um, well, I do want to transition a little bit too, because you mentioned photography and travel writing, and that was something I, you, you have a few entries on your website, and I really enjoyed those, but I also just went through your whole Instagram, and I love your photography, and you know, I'm film photography is something I'm trying to get into as well. I'm not great at it. I'm much more of a DLSR kind of person, so trying to get into the just uh, the non-digital part of SLRs. And I just, I love the photography that you have up there. And I don't know, there's a lot of good feelings. You, I can just feel the photos, if that makes any sense. Oh. But how did, I mean, you mentioned getting into that because you were tired of looking at your phone. Like, were you self-taught? How did that happen? So I, I'm old enough to remember when we had film as like our primary form of <laughs> taking photos and documenting things in like one hour photo. So I did, you know, play with that as a kid. But um I also took a photography class in college, but not film. It, I had a digital camera at the time. And yeah, it was largely like, you know, just experimenting with it. The way I actually started is I was snorkeling in Key Largo and I wanted to, I, I got one of those underwater disposable mm -hmm. cameras 
And I was like, this looks so cool. And then I started doing it on land. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I have lots of, you know, terrible photos that are blurry or overexposed, underexposed, like they don't look good and they weren't posted. (laughs) um, Which feels a little bit worse because film is so expensive and it's like the shot is wasted. (laughs) Right. You know? Yeah. No, I just, I just appreciate, you know, I like your, your old, old, um, building photos and, you know, that prompted me to kind of look into some, you know, other people taking old building photos, just the thoughts and the things you write about them. Um, I just really enjoyed that. And is that something you think you'll do more of later or is it just kind of like a hobby? I guess for now it's a hobby. I'm sort of in a transition stage where, um, a lot of that, uh, that I did was while I was still in school or working. So I haven't dedicated like more time to writing, which is something I'd like to also do while I'm on this little break from working uh, through the blog and and through my personal like journal. But uh, I really enjoyed uh, one thing I got into in the pandemic was road tripping through the, the South of the U S mm-hmm. and um, yeah, just seeing, exploring a culture that I was just not familiar with and like parts of the country I had never seen because at least in Miami there's kind of this if you go on a trip you're gonna go to California or New York or you know not Alabama yeah <laughs> and and actually Alabama is really cool yeah so. <laughs> and Georgia and all, all the rest you know yeah well no I I just say I appreciated it and uh you know are you gonna take a camera on your hike yes uh so my nice camera I got at the beginning of the year uh got splashed on in the Everglades so I'm gonna get that fixed and also not take it on the Florida Trail (laughs) I got it's called the Minolta Weathermatic Dual 35 something like that from the early 90s Uh, we have a really good film lab uh Palm Film Lab here in Miami that uh refurbishes like old cameras like that and they told me yeah it can get wet and you know not for a long time we can't assure you of that but right yeah uh it won't get moody the way a regular film camera would (laughs) right (laughs) yeah no that's awesome oh it's just really cute and yellow and like uh it looks like something like a little vintage 90s kind of thing yeah enjoy it yeah it's a film collector's kind of camera it sounds like Yeah. yeah i had been eyeing it for a while in the shop and i was like i don't know do i need another camera but for this now that my messed up my other one with uh florida's humidity and water i i sprung for this one (laughs) yeah awesome awesome well i'm excited to see what you produce from that because i think seeing florida on film versus you know the plethora of digital we see on instagram will be interesting to to see and i was on the fence about taking a film camera because it's also like an extra layer of like thinking about a shot and like putting that effort into the day versus just hiking but i was like i don't want just phone video and photos yeah (laughs) well and you get to pause you know you take a break you're having a snack you see light that's like perfect through a palmetto you know you get to take that moment and you have more of a connection with that moment in that spot than just like snapping on your phone yeah definitely that's something I learned eventually because at first I would just like snap like five photos of the same thing to get the right one because I was yeah. still used to my phone. And I was like, no, that's how you get through a lot of film. And yeah. It's very expensive. <laughs> so now I, I've learned to like take that moment and like enjoy it as well. Right. 
right. Um, we have all sorts of other little side projects too. You have this mystery photo archive, which I think was also really cool too, where you just post like random old photos, you know, I'm sure, I, I'm sure it's things you find at like a thrift shop or an antique mall or something like So, that. yeah, so I was in Gatlinburg and uh, hiking the Smoky Mountains, and um, I stopped at this little antique vintage shop, and they had, like, this um, film storage case, and I was like, oh, I need something to store my film, but it, I grabbed it, and it was full, <laughs> and I open it, and it's full of these film slides that are all, like, family photos of this one family, and I bring it to the counter, and he's like, yeah, we don't know who they are. You can get it for 30 bucks. <laughs> and it's like 500 slides of this family. Um, so one of my little like eventual projects is aside from going back to posting on that account is like actually maybe finding them because I've been looking for clues in the photos. Oh, Um, yeah. and I found there's a photo lab, I think in Knoxville, Tennessee. So I'm, I could it, that's still operational and, and it's family owned. So like it's gone down through the generation. So maybe they remember this family. So, yeah. That's Right. just Yeah. on the side there. Yeah, no, I just, I, you're, and you're like me in that aspect, because it's like, you have all these different ideas and little side things. And so, uh, you know, I click on your one Instagram account, and then you're like linked to this and this. I'm like, man, she does all this like cool side stuff. And I'm the same way. I'm like, I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> we'll start an account Yeah. for that. Oh, just the challenge is like sticking to one and like developing it. And then like, you know, this one has to wait and then, Yes. you know, Yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> well, your other one I saw you recently posted was the Libros Miami, the Miami books, and it's like a little book club. And I think it goes well with this, the Miami hiking club theme. And I guess you're just trying to get, you've liked to read, you want to get people involved in reading too. Yeah, that is also kind of uh, uh, the ulterior moment of is to get through my reading list about like Miami and Florida through other people. <laughs> Okay. um, but I also just want like, I we really don't know our history in Miami and in Florida. Like I went through work to a county commission meeting where uh, one of the county commissioners, there was some kind of like little holiday thing they were celebrating during the meeting. And he's like, we don't have a lot of history in Miami. And I was like, That's not true. Yeah. You know, you have a, a, a small park in North Miami that uh, has a natural limestone bridge where, you know, Native Americans and, you know, prehistoric groups used it for, for you know, trading and stuff. And it's like, we just don't know and we don't learn it. And I think that's a reason why
there's just, yeah, we're missing a lot as a society in some of these things. Definitely. And that's exciting that you're doing that in Texas. I love Texas so much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you have you been here very much? Uh, I road tripped two years ago uh, through, let's say, yeah, I, I started in Miami. I went up through Galveston and then got to San Antonio, then went west through West Texas and visited yeah. Big Bend. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's so beautiful. It's it's crazy. Um, and I've been to Austin as well in non-pandemic times. And, yeah. I uh, enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 No, I'm, I, you know, I'm from, from here. I, you know, did my detour to Florida for a while. I came back to Texas and just realized just how much I didn't know about my own state, you know, natural history wise. And so it's just been, you know, a decade of learning all of that. And um, yeah. And I, you know, getting out to Big Bend or, or West Texas is hard. It's like, basically, if I'm in Houston, I could drive to the Panhandle of Florida and it's the same distance as driving yeah. over to big, the Big Bend. So yeah, it's a cool state. If you ever come back through, let me know for sure. I will. Uh, I will give Florida some credit. We do have 175 state parks. Yeah. And yeah. and I mean, we have three national parks and there, it, there has been some effort um, to get more private land under like conservation easements mm -hmm. where people are basically promising to yeah, protect the right. land yeah you know yeah we we care a little <laughs> yeah <laughs> certainly more than texas in my opinion i think but Aww. you know there's all sorts of issues everywhere florida has its own so yeah well do you have any final thoughts about hiking in south florida you know maybe someone's listening to this and they live in miami or fort lauderdale what would you say to them about wanting to um you know get out there and explore what's in their own backyard i would say look up your state parks and and start there reach out to me and to the hiking club to if you have questions or want to get more information and i think uh take it slow but don't it's it's less scary than you think it is to go exploring even by yourself uh, as long as you're safe and you know thinking about the risks so. right well, where can people follow your hike, uh, your upcoming hike, and follow you online? Uh, so the hiking club is at Miami Hiking Club. Uh, we're also on Facebook with the same name. My personal account, where you can follow the through hike, uh, is at Dispatches from the Swamp, and that's also my uh, WordPress blog. And then I'm also uh, for the hike, I'm blogging for the Trek uh, .co, I think. And if you just look up Florida Trail, I'm one of the very few entries yeah. already. <laughs> on there perfect so. well thank you for coming on the podcast i'm excited what you're doing in florida trying to or miami trying to encourage folks to hike i'm excited to see how how your hike goes starting in november and you know a southbound southbound hike at that um so i'm i'm excited for you and i hope i uh, wish you a lot of success thank you so much um i really appreciate it and you know thank you for what you do with the podcast and informing more people about the florida trail we're as cool as the other 11 national scenic trails <laughs> yes <laughs> i agree <laughs> that's it for my episode with maria current florida trail through hiker and founder of the miami hiking club as this episode goes to air i'm sure there are some of you out there hiking that will cross paths with her as you hike up and down the state if you don't get to meet her in person, all of her social media and blog accounts are listed on the show notes at orangeblaze.thegardenpathpodcast.com. You can follow the podcast at orangeblazepodcast on Instagram and official orangeblazepodcast on Facebook. And I would love a five-star rating and review on iTunes if that is your platform of choice. All right. Thanks for listening and happy hiking.